To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Financially Fit Podcast with Kyle Hammersmith. We're going to talk investing, finance, retirement, and a little March madness today here. We are firmly into March, and Kyle and I are going to talk about some financial lessons or maybe some correlations we can take from March Madness. What's going on, Kyle? How you doing, my friend? Doing well. Just uh, counting down the days here till we get to baby number two here. Uh, we're going in in about a, a week or so, and then our you know our whole lives will be a little <laughs> bit different. But uh, changed you know, yet we, again. We right? got a, a lot of outdoor stuff going on, and ready for some warmer, consistent temperatures here. But yeah, right. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate. So kudos, congratulations, all that good stuff. I know you're going to be quite busy. So, but uh, also quite happy as well. And sleep, sleep will be needed, but you know, that's par for the course when being a parent. So I know you're a sports guy and you're an athletic guy. Are you a college basketball fan? Do you like March Madness? I do. I, um, to me, it's probably the best couple of weeks of sports that there is. Right. Um, Just because even if you're not a fan, you can still watch and cheer on and you. Sure. The Cinderella story is always there. So that's always fun to. Yep. Tune into. Yep. So. Yep. We're going to get into that a little bit. So what I thought we would do, since it is an annual tradition, well, except for last year, right? But anyway, uh, where people really enjoy filling out the brackets and so on and so forth. So I just got a couple of basic tenets here that we can go through, and you can give me some financial, you know, or retirement planning lessons, if we will, from some of these key things that we all do when it comes to filling out brackets for the uh, for the tournament. So. Predicting outcomes. I mean, just in general, right, Kyle, the idea is, you know, you download your bracket and, and, you know, ESPN has them in lots of different places. Some people are doing stuff for money. There's office ones. I mean, everybody does brackets. And so when you're filling it out, you're kind of confident, you know, that your your picks are solid. But inevitably, right, most of us end up, you know, on the first weekend wind up being quite wrong when it comes to it. And so I, from a retirement planning standpoint, we can kind of predict or we we're hoping to predict our retirement lifestyle, but there is some things that can trip us up. We just have to be aware of that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny as we know, we're filling out our brackets, making our picks. A lot of times we'll hop on and see what the experts are picking. Okay. And, uh, it's kind of similar to, you know, when people are doing maybe like a DIY, they're always looking at like, what are other people investing in the water cooler chatter? Like, what are you, what funds are you in? Right. And the idea is like, no one knows they might have, you know, an inkling of what's going on, but at the end of the day, um, no one has a crystal ball. No one knows exactly who the what winners, what are the losers on your bracket or in investing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could do your best job at trying to like properly diversify, you know, to leverage that all out. But that's how I kind of see it unfolding, kind of that comparison of like the, the fund picking and the stock picking. Right. It's, it's just important to, you know, it could be just certain things in your life that, you know, your financial needs, your investment needs change. Um, and that could, you know, shift the focus towards your investments um, where what you thought you were going to get, you know, you didn't expect and you didn't have realistic expectations in a full thought out plan for short term and long term. Well, and often that's the whole point of a plan, Kyle. Sometimes I think people seem to think of plans as we get one, we set it and we forget it, you know. And so if things go awry, well, I guess we've just, you know, blown our bracket, so to speak. Right. But not necessarily because you're, you're really your retirement plan should be a kind of a living document. It should ebb and flow and alter and be altered, you know, with your advisor helping you through that as life changes over the course of hopefully a long retirement. 
Yeah, and think about it like typically in a bracket play, you know, you get rewarded maybe the, the more points that you have like in a Final Four team versus, you know, mm-hmm. your team's losing out early in the bracket. Right. So it's like, hey, if you stay long-term minded, you know, you could still win the game even though you might okay, be yeah. behind after the first day of games or the first week and you might be behind. Yeah. But if you kind of stay long-term minded, you know, it might work out. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because the time we're taping this podcast, uh, they'll actually the games will kick off in just a couple of days. We'll drop this podcast on Thursday uh, of this week, and that's when the games will start. I believe that's the uh, 18th, I believe. So, yeah. So, you know, we just thought we'd have a little fun and a little timely conversation here around March Madness on the podcast. All right, so let's talk upsets. You mentioned Cinderella story, so let's go back and, and discuss that. Everybody loves a good Cinderella story or a good upset. What was it? Was it Loyola, Chicago? Um, Loyola? I can never say Loyola. I can never say that right. Uh, a couple of years ago, that was uh, made it all the way to the Final Four when they were one of yeah, the lowest ranked K-State teams. K State in the Elite Eight. That's kind of where I went to school. So yeah. I, I, def- I definitely right. remember that. And everybody kind of, you know, I mean, whether you, you know, whatever the, whatever side of the coin you're on, people like those good Cinderella stories. But uh, what about the financial world? I mean, there's winners and losers when it comes to whatever product or, or thing you might have in your portfolio. Yeah, that's a give and the take. Uh, there's pros and cons, it's supply and demand. And, you know, where depending on your age and your time horizon and, you know, what you have available, you know, a a large market dip or what you want to call a crash or a bear market, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a situation for like some people, it's a bad, you know, it hurts them. For most people, it's a bad situation, right? They're going to start making some emotional decisions or one, the timing of the drop just really wasn't, you know, they were getting ready to retire in the next months, couple of years. And, you know, what happens, it could change the plan. Right. You know, but it also could be really great um, for someone who has a longer time horizon, maybe who has planning in place to take advantage of the drops, um, short sellers, Roth conversions, dumping cash in at a low. It just, it really just depends. You know, you can compare it to interest rates where bondholders, <laughs> Rising interest rates, you know, they're not going to be, ten, you know, in favor of when they have those longer term or riskier bonds. Sure, yeah. But that could also help someone who keeps a lot of money, you know, like in the bank. Um, it gives them more opportunity or just for borrowing in general. So there's always two sides of it on like who's the winners and who's the loser. Um, but over the long term, the long haul, you know, depending on your planning that you have in place, even like something like taxes. Okay. Taxes go up taxes go down? Does it affect the low income earners? Does it affect the high income earners? And just understanding that there's, you know, winners and losers and taking advantage of that. Um, it just really depends on what team you're going to be on, I guess. Yeah. It's and not all inherently good or bad. At it. You know, you're not always going to be the winner. You're not always going to be the loser. There you go. Yeah. But are you taking opportunity of what's given to you? Yeah. I mean, cause the outcomes are all, you know, never going to be all inherently good or bad, but how you kind of navigate through it or have your, your advisors navigating through that uh, to handle those upsets. Cause there's going to be upsets in life until your point about, you know, the markets and so on and so forth. Uh, that's always going to be the case. That's always kind of a given some of those potential upsets. Uh, so let's talk about picking our own teams. Okay. So one of the things that many places will do is, you know, everybody's a homer, right? So even if your team really isn't that good, at some, you're probably going to put the hometown team somewhere on there. If they make the dance, they make the tournament, you know, you're going to convince yourself, hey, this is the year I'm putting them on, you know, whatever the case might be. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Even if, you know, it's not the best idea to do so, where do we see some of that, that sometimes financially speaking, that homer kind of thing? Yeah, kind of, it's more of like an emotional, like the good stories, you know, I've had this 
company or this stock for you know years and years, and it's always been good to me. And even though the math and the numbers and everything says to start, you know, mm. selling out of it or getting out of it or doing, you know, diversifying somewhere else, right? In your gut, it's just more of a, an emotional story where or where you work, maybe, right? Same kind yeah, of thing. It could be you work at Sprint headquarters is here, and I've seen you know people with way too heavy positions in Sprint, which is now T-Mobile stock, and you know at the end of the day you can hold a percentage of it as sure, far as your right. allocations, yeah. Yeah. but to, you know, be invested too heavily in that company stock, you know, it, it, it's not in your best interest for your retirement planning. So yeah, well, everything is tied of, up even, into it. It yeah. can even be like picking your own team where you're, you know, you got 50 mutual funds and they're all investing in the same stuff. Um, <laughs> right. day, you have to be able to pick your own team. And if you're, <laughs> you have a lot of the same teams going on, it's, you don't really have your own custom starting five or whatever you want to call it. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I, I lived in uh, Ann Arbor. I lived just outside of Ann Arbor back in the 90s with the Fab Five uh, there with Chris Rubber and all those guys. So, yeah, when you're thinking about the starting five, I always think about those guys. Uh, and the big, you know, the big goof up there when he called timeout and they didn't have any. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was, that, was a bad, that was a bad move in the, in the final four there. Uh, all right. Uh, so one more thing here, and that's just really just the risky pick. So I got a friend, Kyle, whenever he does his bracket stuff, he, you know, because some people will do multiples, right? They enjoy doing them in different places, different sites, whatever. And he always does one that he calls his complete, you know, just I'm just letting it hang out, whatever happens. He'll take every underdog and, you know, have them moving on. And he'll the, the number one seeds never make it to the final four. You know, and he's like, one of these days I'm going to be right. Correct. It's like investing. You're trying to find the the winners. You know what? Are, what's the high high risk, high reward? And you you kind of have to understand that it's a time horizon deal. Is it a short period of time? Is it a, a long period of time? Are you retiring soon? Are you going to need the money sooner rather than later? I guess with investing, it's there's a couple of risks here and there. But you kind of have to understand like what's the super high. If you think of like individual holdings, like individual bonds and stocks and alternatives, those are typically more risky picks than your, you know, typical ETF index fund, mutual fund, which is kind of diversifying, right? Right. So that's kind of what I look at is, look, look at the tournament. There's always some 12 seeds every, I think it's like one or two 12 seeds always win every year and beat the five seed out. So <laughs> if you're trying to like find that 12 seed, right, it's going to yeah. be really hard in investing. <laughs> um, where I think true asset diversification, proper diversification, not a 60-40 or whatever, but Properly getting those right asset classes, hitting that magic number, maybe to like increase your risk adjusted return would probably be the goal because you will have some risky picks in there, um, but you don't want to be too heavily, you know, like all in upsets, you know, in your investments. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, there you go, folks. I mean, pretty short and sweet to the point this week. Uh, A little March Madness. Hopefully you're going to enjoy, if you're a sports fan or a basketball fan, you enjoy this time of the year. There's always something to watch, and usually there's some pretty interesting things, especially when we get down to the the nitty-gritty with that. There's usually some upsets, some good buzzer beaters, and so on and so forth. So there's some financial lessons to be found in that. And, of course, as always, if you've got questions or concerns, reach out to Kyle. Give him a jingle. Stop by his website, mocanfinancial.com. That's a great way to contact him, M-O-K-A-N financial.com. Of course, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all those places. Simply just type in financially fit in the search box. You can find it that way or find it all online at mocanfinancial.com. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you go this week. Thanks for hanging out, talking basketball a little bit with me in finance. 
And I will see you next time here on the podcast. Yep. Take care. We'll see you a little bit later here, folks, on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt from Mocan Financial. He's the investment advisor representative and president serving you in the Kansas City and Wichita areas. We'll talk to you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.